Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. This is the Manchester United Red Cast. One way or another, we will be fourth, either by the front way or, as my guest knows, by the back entrance. Chris Curley, how are you? I'm not sure how to take that one. <laughs> it was meant as a joke. It was meant as a, a little bit of, you know, oh. just banter. Is that, is that, is that too yeah, much for yeah. you? Yeah, mild homophobia. No, is that, right. Was that what it came across as? Oh, I apologise. It's not any any of my BBC employers listening. That is not how it was meant at, at, at all. It was I, obviously, as the actress said to the bishop, a little too much for you at this point in I, time. I knew you'd be cocky this week, though, after seeing Blackhand <laughs> fall down like a ton of bricks. Let's, no one saved yourself 40 quid. Can we remind everybody, you've nicked money off me now, ever since you've known me, like a little a fool of their money easily parted, and this, oh, what is it, you. Cambridge graduate you are, stealing, identify, you know I'm a reformed gambler, right? Do you know that about me? Oh. Do you? I can hear you now. All oh, right, sorry, we lost you there because uh, the the greater powers were taking effect. Yeah, I'm a, I'm two years out now, uh, two years of four months out now, and you are the only person who I ever put a bet on with. I've seen you on Twitter today offering bets on Chris Hewton getting sacked. No, 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 no. That it was a Eddie, metaphor. It was a metaphor. Uh, is it a metaphor? Yeah, the, the metaphor was that the idea that somebody would get a club. Uh, promoted to the Premier League, you know, and you know his story, former Tottenham boy at Newcastle and obviously Norwich. He'll get them promoted. And unless they are sort of 10th or 11th next year, he'll get sacked. Anyway, back to your gambling problem. Yeah, sorry. sorry. 
I had that. We had that twenty pound bet that he'd score twenty goals, and then we did a double. And then you got greedy. You got greedy. Tell you the got truth. Yeah, you yes, got I got desperate, but you got greedy. <laughs> and you thought, hey, I could get it here. And every yeah, time he scored a goal, you'd put something up on Twitter I to did. take the mickey. Hashtag twenty twenty seven twenty seven seven hashtag. Yeah. And then last, and then last Thursday, because I was at the game, and where my, our seats were, thanks to Clive Tilsley, they were. Um, kind of parallel to see him fall and I saw him come down and I saw him like open his knee up and land on the floor my first thought was Eddie's going to get away with that bet no no stop it we'll get in trouble how big a deal is that for Manchester United the Colossus uh, who strode above every single game who seem almost to be carrying us single-handedly and we've lost him I, I'm just really I'm, I'm, I'm saddened by it overall I'm also saddened by the reaction I thought there'd be more of a deal about it. And I was kind of like looking at Twitter over the weekend about it. And people were like, you know, rather they'd lost their compassion for the man. And with his deal running out going, oh, I'm not going to cry any tears for a rich millionaire. But this is a guy that has saved our season. And United have a moral duty to look after him. And I think anybody who gets injured at work, your employer has a duty to look after you. Until June. That finishes or not. Until June. And I think also with with Zlatan going down and looking objectively about it further on into the summer, yes, it probably is a blessing in disguise mm. because it frees up those transfer plans that we were all talking about last week and before about what's going to happen and should he stay, should he go, does it hold people back, blah, 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 who will we buy? And it's kind of given us the freedom there. But I'd like to make a little prediction and sometimes like to do is that he will be back and he will play for United again. He'll be, yeah, but he won't. It actually does solve even better. Uh, the week that, well, there were a few of them, but one of the weeks that you weren't here, uh, and I suggested that actually he would hen- hinder the development of any future attacking plans. It means that he can now, as a form of rehabilitation uh, after next year, come on and instead of having an impact right at the beginning of a season, have an impact that grows throughout. You bring him on for 10 minutes, half an hour, 20 minutes. Imagine the sight of the ponytailed one sitting on the bench. I, I agree with you. I think come January, and we agree for once, come January, if he's back fit, you know, he's got the last four months of the season there where he could make that kind of impact and would be great to have around the place. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that not, and he will want to end on a high with the job done. And let's hope we can make that Champions League where that might become more of a reality for romantic reasons, but also for the long-term future of the club, really benefit those players that were there. And I think, you know, Tony Marshall um, stepped up to the plate, as we talked about last week. He hadn't been playing up front. They put him up front and he starts playing like he should. Why did he leave Rashford out? Did he say, is he saving him for the City game? Yeah, I think you kind of have to. After Zlatan's injury, you have to kind of manage the situation. And we should still have a squad that's good enough to beat Burnley. And if Rashford's the form that he's in, you've got to protect him. And protect him for Thursday night and then sell to Vigo in the semi-final. So, to be honest, I wasn't that surprised that he put Rashford on the bench on Sunday. Was it Rooney's goal or or will it go down as an old goal? Have the dubious goals panel decided yet? Oh, come on, give the old man a break. You've got to give it to him, haven't you? I tell, I, mean, you what, I tell you what, I felt really sorry for him. He spent all that money, taken all that time, and quite clearly one of the reasons he's been out is because of the hair. What, his hair transplant? It, it, it looks as though it's going wrong. 
It needs reweaving or something. Some kind of weird retelling of the Sam- Samson. Uh, yes, I know. Or, All my strength has disappeared. The, but he was having a go, wasn't he? It was really great to see him hair, back I on might the pitch. Well, you say it's the hair. I might say it's the cans of skull at home at night, maybe. I don't know. But, I you think- know, you know. hold on a minute. Because so sometimes I, I, I am minded to point out that these are real human beings. And when you've been where he's been, you know, the golden one, 2000, he was the best player we've ever seen play for this country, scored goals. He's our leading goal scorer. He's the England captain, Manchester United captain. That's some mighty fall, mate. It is, and it sounds like my TV career in 2005 and where it is now. But I think, you know, with Rooney, I was pleased. You know what? I was pleased with him on Sunday. I was pleased that he showed some fight. I, I was pleased that he could he played the 90 minutes. And I'm I pleased he's, he's going to be highly motivated for these last this last month to really not let people think of him as they thought of him for most of the season. In fact, they haven't really talked about him for six months. Haven't really missed him. No. And I'd like to think that in these last six weeks now... He's highly motivated to go, you know what? I'm going to make sure I can, I'll leave you with some good memories. And good on you, because yeah. he deserves that. He, he, he'll, he'll earn himself a fee, won't he? He were, at, the, at the minute, he was just going, go on, you have him. You know, you know when we used to play football at school, uh, you, you know, everybody would line up, I'll have him, I'll have him, I'll have him. Yeah. And there was always the one that was left and you go, go on, you, you'll have him. That, that yeah. was where he was. Hopefully he won't be there now. Uh, by the uh, way, that, uh, that, sorry. Well, I don't think he will be. I mean, obviously, you know, necessity has made that uh, an actuality. But I want to, I want to see Rooney go out on a high, and I want to, I want to. I mean, also his motivation, Eddie, is that he needs to convince people to buy him. Yeah, yeah. You know, what are they buying next year? What are they going to get? Where's he going to go? I mean, um, Everton, so Everton. Motive. They're going to Lukaku. I'm hearing that we're bidding for Lukaku now. Are you hearing Lukaku? I mean, I'm hearing Belotti at Torino. I even YouTubed in last night. Everybody looks good on YouTube, though. Um, <laughs> you, think I, we would, at, you think we could put a video together on YouTube and look good? Seriously, if my goals were kept, right, and YouTube was around in, in the 1990s, I'd have got a trial at least. There were some crackers, <laughs> right? Even with a flyaway. You go, let's get him in. You're a funny right, guy. Left foot, right foot. Not so good in the air, yeah, but yes. But let's enough about that. I think that um, Belotti's been mentioned. You know, how will Real change their forward line? Does that mean Benzema becomes available? I can't remember if Jose Jose fell out with Benzema uh, while he was at Madrid, but that would be a serious option for us. I would say. I would think. Having said that, is it just Griezmann? Is Martial considered a centre forward? And what we really need is a winger to complement that front line. Someone who can beat a man and get a cross in. So I think there's lots of permutations there to, to play itself out over the next month. And one game away at Burnley can't make Martial's United career completely come alive, but it certainly can ask a few more questions. And make oh, people yeah, think yeah, yeah. But, but scoring the winning goal in the semi-final, scoring the winning goal uh, in the local derby, there are all sorts of things that could possibly happen. I mean, you know, we know football's a game of fine margins and things can turn literally on a halfpenny. Uh, you've seen the pictures of the Arsenal manager. You've seen Sergio Aguirre come back when he was uh, uh, being dropped. I mean, it can change in an instant. And I'm looking at Rojo and all of a sudden we were talking about him as this gargantuan figure that were was holding the uh, uh, assassin from Chelsea at bay, uh, engaging in the dark arts. Uh, and uh, that injury looks pretty bad as well. 
It does. And, you know, I think you could say that Rojo has probably been our most improved player this season. And I know I've lambasted him on here in the past before saying he's not up to it. But, you know, he's proved, proved me wrong the last um, last few months. What was interesting, though, on Thursday night is he went down initially and the doctor and the trainer looked at him. But they allowed him to come back on. So what was all that about? I mean, did him trying to come back on kind of make the injury worse? And is that how he did it? I don't know. So, but it, it felt like a strange one to me at the time because he did look like he slipped and he opened the joint out again. And it's it's a bad one and it could be out. It could be out till January, which again affects the um, transfer plans for who you're thinking of keeping at centre-half and who you're thinking of buying. Yeah, I mean, let, let, seeing as we've started on the downer, let's do that then. Uh, I saw Pogba go down, the manager saying he doesn't know if he's injured or is just fatigue after playing uh, more than 50 games. And the one that's even more worrying, I suppose, was Eric Bailly. Yeah, I think hopefully both of them look like fatigue. I mean, um, Bailly, I, I believe, is going to be OK. Pogba may have had a little twinge in his hamstring but he did a lot of running I felt on Thursday uh, on sorry on Sunday Pogba yeah, I thought he had one of his better games yeah. I've seen for quite some time um, I think also Jose might be playing a little bit of kidology I think the season really hinges on Thursday in lots of ways about how he progressed with the Europa um, you know getting three points against City uh it's both are definitely game on after Liverpool lost yesterday. Yeah, one point behind. City will, you know, be reeling from their defeat after bossing the game against Arsenal. I mean, this is it's all on, isn't it? Can I ask you what you think uh, Ashley Young's best position is? And don't um, say anywhere the manager puts him either. No, I wasn't going to say that. I, I think I think a right back. I think oh, overall at right back is his best. Fullback seems to be his best position now, for sure. Um, I think, you know, Young has definitely made himself really valuable by doing really solid jobs at right back, left back, left wing back, right wing back. Um, so he, he can play there, for sure. Is he, why, has he rang you up and asked? <laughs> no, i just seen him playing all over the place. And he he, he reminds me of the, the utility player. And they always seem to get missed out. Uh, let's uh, take a break now. And uh, we come back, we'll talk about fourth place. Is it really possible? And how much uh, will those matches uh, against Shitty, sorry, City and uh, our coming up match against Swansea, uh, how much will they play a part? Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. My name's Eddie and uh, I'm here. Uh, I don't know where uh, Chris is, uh, but certainly he enjoyed a magnificent match in midweek. Was it as nerve-wracking in Europe as I I felt it was from where I was? 
Well, it's as tense as this police station is right now. Yeah. What's very kind of them. <laughs> boom, boom. They let you have one phone call, and this is it. This is what I got. Um, you know what? It, ro- it was really tense. I was particularly tense. I had nothing to do with the buffet before the match at all. But um, I think as the longer the game went on against Anderlecht, the more nervy you got thinking, oh, we're going to get done here. One mistake, Romero wasn't looking particularly solid at times. And you just thought we might just get caught out. And and I think, you know, if you have a little time machine, you know, if Rashford had put that one-on-one in, then Zlatan might not get might not have got injured. If, if, and if, 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 if. But that would, there were, again, it was very familiar to what has happened all season. We had our chances and didn't kill him off. And Zlatan was guilty of that as well on the night. And I think it was a, it was a massive relief. The, the way the players reacted at the end of the game was a massive relief because um, they knew they'd, they'd got through and they weren't celebrating too much. They were just happy to get into the semis. The interesting point I felt, though, was um, the half time of extra time when I was looking at Jose and he made the beeline for one player and he gave Martial an absolute rollicking uh, to, to put some effort in. And it definitely worked second half of extra time. He was much more physical, got much more involved, and he seemed to carry that over into Sunday playing up front. So, again, lots of positives, and Celta Vigo is a good draw for us. Yeah, I mean, he reminds me so much of another French player. You remember Le Sulk? Who? Anelka. Oh, Anelka. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah. You yeah, know, if yeah. he's on it, then he's a monster. But you yeah. just could every now give him a slap get him focused yeah yeah no for sure he just needs to know believe in his own ability i think well i think he needs to know that other people believing his ability does that make sense so whereas you might be able to say to rashford work harder keep practicing whatever you might have to say to him you know we bought you as the greatest we still believe you're the greatest just work with ibra next week season come on show me so that i can prove to other people who doubt you you might need the arm around the shoulder type of thing the carrot as opposed to the stick but he felt like he was let off the leash a little bit on sunday he felt like going playing down the middle he knew when to run how to run how to get the ball, how, when to lay it off, when to run at someone. You know, he's never really felt that sure of himself on the left wing this season. Yeah, and he felt like, you know, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, to get off. It was a good goal, out. wasn't it? We, we haven't paid any it kind was of a, credit. I mean, he, he ran with that ball for 80 yards. Mm, it's a good goal. It's and then he good. laid it off for a brilliant, and Herrera's pass was superb yeah. for the pace of it. And right in his path, he didn't have to break his stride. It was a very classy, old-fashioned United goal. Yeah. If that was Tevez and Ronaldo and Rooney, you wouldn't have been surprised. No, no, no. The Holy Trinity. Oh, how we miss those. And and, and where does it put Lingard then? Because he's the guy with the £100,000 a week new contract. Yeah, I, you, I, you'd he, put him he, behind no. Martial. As a striker, he wouldn't get in ahead of Martial. He wouldn't get in ahead of Ebran. He wouldn't get in ahead of Rashford. And he only plays an hour a week. He's like doing a five-a-side at Pitts on a Tuesday night after work. <laughs> I mean, he can't be that tired, can he? I mean, Appar- he can't. Apparently, he's a good guy to have around. He's always a happy guy. One way or oh, another. I think Lingard's quality, by the way. I think he is quality. And he's very undervalued. And he's going to come to the fore. And don't rule him out of big games, getting big goals. Well, he's, he's done it in the finals already, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Has already done it. So, Will we get fourth then, Chris? I, I still, I'm going to say I'm going to be consistent about it. I've said we will. I still believe that we will. We've got I, a better you know, chance now at Palace of, the, you know, he stooped to conquer was my term. Benteke, uh, what he did to Liverpool. Well, you know, and big Sam at it again. I mean, Liverpool have overachieved this year, If you, I think, if you look at their squad. 
I mean, and then they've been found out when they've missed a few players. Um, they they haven't got the strength and depth to win those games that they need to win against teams that they should win. Having said that, they've got the points on the board, and I'd always rather have the points on the board at this stage of the season than games in hand. Our games in hand are, I think, City on Thursday is, is the one, and also Southampton away. So neither are easy, and we've still yeah. got Arsenal and Tottenham and away. Tottenham, yeah. You're not so gonna, it's, it's still yeah. it's not in our favour. No, because you, you, you would think you know, we won't win all of those games. No, and we can afford to lose one at the moment, I think, if you do, if someone spent a lot of time doing the maths. Um, but really, I still think we can do it because I still think Liverpool can slip up, but we are stretched to the limit. Yeah, but are you thinking we'll do it legitimately or, as I rather crudely at the beginning of this podcast suggested, rather the, via the back route? Uh, you know, I don't think it matters how you get into the club no. as long as you get into the club. And if you if you pay if you pay your entrance fee, fine. But if you can get bribe the bouncer to let you in the back door, go and have a good time. Yeah, knock yourself. That's out. a nightclub metaphor. That I'm not yeah, sure well, it works. I, I think everybody gets it. I think they're oh. nightclubs in America. They're nightclubs in Nigeria. Where people are listening, uh, they're nightclubs in Thailand, definitely because of. Maybe I won't talk about it. Yeah, I've seen those pictures. Yeah, yeah, we won't. We won't. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, so, City up next. Now, you know, I'm yeah. always minded of that goal, that uh, scuffed goal, overhead kick that Rooney scored. He'll play, in that, that. he'll play in that game, won't he? I'm not sure he will play on Thursday. Come on. I think, no, I'm not sure he will. What? I think Rashford, I think, I think he'll, he's going to play a very similar side to the uh, team that played Chelsea uh, at Old Trafford last week. I think he's going to be very similar. And I think he's going to play in a very similar way as well. And he's going to look to hit them on the break with Rashford and Lingard or maybe Marshall as a two up front. You do, watch how yeah. Ander Herrera marks David Silva. Yeah, he's, he's their monster, isn't he? If he's fit. If Silva's fit. Because uh, he came off, didn't he, on Sunday. But I think we'll play very similar to how we played against Chelsea um, on Thursday. And I think Mooney will be on the bench. And I think he'll definitely play in the home game against Swansea. And that's where you might want to rest a few players, depending on... Thursday's result. Even though Swansea have got something to battle for in a way that Burnley did not. They, Yeah, no, true, they have, but I think that we should still have that squad good enough by playing Fosu Mensah even and playing Rooney in there that should be good enough to beat Swansea still. How important and why it's a question about Fellaini. Uh, he did a job that we haven't recognised at all thus far on the podcast at Burnley. You know, just just nullifying everything that they came up with. He's funny, Fellaini, isn't he now? He yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah, I, ha- it, I hate praying praise to him. I, it's, well, it's, I kind of go, it's like you're in a computer game and somebody's won extra points for you to be good. Like they've made you quicker, they've made you better on the ball, they've allowed you to head it. You suddenly can pass it. What's happened to you? There's a very funny video I saw on the, over the weekend, nothing to do with your trip to Thailand, Eddie. It was um, it, it, it cut Fellaini in with Zidane, like carbon copy of what Zidane did with Fellaini. And I promise you, they look the same player. If you can find it on the internet, I will. I'll look for that. Look at it. It's got to be worth like, it. Do I need to have a like, drink? <laughs> to you really understand chest, it. You know that little, the, the spin, the spin Zidane trick that he did? Yeah. You know, on, over the ball. Yes. And Fellaini does it. And the, you do it, you, you match them together. It's the same player. Takes the ball in his chest, turns away. I, the little flicks. I promise you, you're thinking, oh, he's good, isn't he, Fellaini? It's uh, like Zidane oh, with more on. hair. S- stop. Right. Nine games in a month. First against City. 
what are we going to get from that? I think we're going to... Oh, no, I'm going to go red-tinted red everything. We're going to we're gonna sneak another 1-0 against them on Thursday night. You see, in my, in my big red book, I've got this down as a draw, so I, I prefer to be you than me. There will definitely yeah, be goals, won't there? That, you know, that, 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 without a shadow of a doubt, there will be goals. I think it'll be tight on Thursday night, though, because yeah. they've played 120 minutes, right? And they're notoriously old, those players, and they're not the, they've not been the fittest the last 20 minutes of games in recent history. Maguero, Silva, both went off injured. Will company manage to play... A full 90 minutes after playing two hours on Sunday. De Bruyne is a monster of a player, isn't he? De Bruyne is always a danger. Sterling will be... Sterling didn't play. He didn't start. He he didn't start. I think Sane, arguably, is the biggest threat on the inside with his pace. I think he's someone we've definitely got to keep an eye out. Um, And hopefully that's why they gave Valencia a rest on Sunday to cope with that, really. Um, So, you know, it's going to be a um, really difficult, difficult match for us. But it's City... And I'll never say we won't beat City. Yeah, you can't. You can't be a supporter you if you do that. Uh, you I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful. And Swansea, uh, you expect us, uh, you know, the Luke Shaws, as you say, uh, Fossa Mensah's, uh, uh, Rooney's idea, say those guys to come back out and do a job there, right? Yeah, that's Sunday lunchtime, isn't it? So, you know, Sunday 12 o'clock kickoff. And again, it's not a lot of... Um, not, not a long turnaround at all. Not a lot, but you know what? They're in a rhythm of it now. They're yeah. used to it. It can't be a surprise. That's got to help in some way. Um, when you know the amount of work's in front of you, you do find a way of getting through it in other lines of work. So when it's a surprise, last minute, it can become a bit daunting for you. I think Swansea have got a lot going on. Um, in some ways, for them, this is a free game where they're not expected to get any points from it. They'll be looking at the remaining fixtures to try and stay up, but um, you know, so they'll be highly motivated. But again, that's where the crowd has to come in as, as the twelfth man and really not sit there on a Sunday afternoon and expect a victory, but drive them on to a victory in what is a difficult period. I think you know the next the next ten days. I think we keep saying this, but City Thursday get through Swansea and the away the away leg against Celta Vigo. Um, again, it's just edging that little bit closer, but it's a tough week. But it starts to become a little bit clearer about what you can and cannot be achieved after this time a week on Thursday. What a magnificent way to end the podcast. Uh, Brilliant as always, and I look forward to seeing you again. Uh, And there will be no exchange of money in 2017. There you go. That's where (laughs) we'll leave it. Uh, God bless you, mate. Look after yourself. Thanks, Eddie. You too. Uh, Okay, from me and from him, it's left for us to say, come on, you Reds. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.